Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it has been way, way, way too long, but it is so good to see you here. And Ryan, it's so good to sit across the table it's from you. It's great to sit with you, Josh. Yeah, it has been. Oh, what, why, why has it been? It's, it's my, probably my fault. One thing after another. No, I, I, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a team effort. It's, been it's a team, a team effort. effort. Okay. You know, uh, we're just going to say Easter's a big time around. Easter's here. big. Yeah, there's, uh, spring break that's yes. coming up. We've yes. got, you know, all sorts of different things going, going on. on. Yep. But here we are. Vitology. Vitology. The Vitology yes. podcast. And um, I just, you know, I haven't got to show off the book too many more times. It's We've like, only talked about it once. Have you read it yet? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, how many pages is this? That's uh, they're thick pages, too. Very thick, yeah. It's actually yeah. only only about a thousand pages. That's it. Um okay. But it does, it looks like a it twice does. that and uh so yeah anyway um, you have to watch the last podcast to, to find out more about that book it's not just the cover of a pearl jam album quite it, a good pearl jam album but yeah, it's good pearl jam album yeah <laughs> but it's a book yeah it yeah. was a book first and the it, book was, it was better it was <laughs> and uh and but the podcast is even better altogether, right right that's true that's true <laughs> um Yes, but that's that's uh, where it just means the study of life, and uh, that's what we want to do today. Um, that's what we want to do every time we get together is to is to try to look at how the life that Jesus offers, in particular, mm -hmm. is uh, leads to life abundance. Yep. How we can learn from that, and uh, and so we've got a great great sermon to talk through. Today yeah. And, yeah, uh, we do to catch up on. Yeah. A bit. But yeah. great um, text. But there has been a number. I mean, it's it's probably been. It's been about three weeks, four weeks since yeah. we've been together here. We did have the the Bible in your hands. That was so. That was the last. That's actually right. in the podcast yeah. feed. So yeah. If you're following along, um, oh, we haven't been so here good. for a while. But that, that was really great. Was. Yeah. Chris Coates did just a phenomenal job yes. of uh, teaching and encouraging and really inviting us into the world of how how we got the English Bible. Right. And oh, man, it was a great night. That so, really was. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a week long. Of activity, we got yeah. people coming in and out of the church. That was great. Checking out, it was it was a lot of fun. It really was. And then Josh, you're oh coming out of youth pastor retirement. Let me turn off my computer because all of a sudden we're getting feedback yeah. here. Okay, yeah. you're you know, you're coming out of youth pastor retirement. I I am. I like, am. You're like the Brett Favre of youth ministry. <laughs> oh man, yeah, actually that's funny. Very similar. In fact, where your Wranglers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, Ren is referring to is uh, I'm I'm not fully coming out of retirement, okay? But just uh, for a week, next week, I get to take uh, the high school students to Mexico. Right on. And actually, I get to do one of one of my favorite trips uh, when I was high school pastor here was this this trip to Mexico where we'd go down and build houses, and uh, oh, I just love it. You know, one of the things that that I love about this most. And it's probably one of the reasons why you need to, to go on this trip one day Yes, is because you get to actually go down somewhere, like complete a project mm -hmm. and then walk away from a completed project. That, that, let me know how that feels. Yeah. Cause Oh, it's, it's fabulous. It is fabulous uh, because we don't get to do that. Not a whole lot. No, um, ever yeah yeah <laughs> really it's just I mean, not the nature yeah, of no it's not, yeah well you can complete work. a sermon you can complete you know yeah. something different pieces of it but uh it's just not the same to see it to walk yeah. away in fact this year uh i realized uh the first house that i built with this this group 
was 18 years ago. Wow. And so uh, it was actually a few years before I came to this church. Um, How cool. You know, four years before I came to this church, uh, I was going down to this organization, um, the church in Arizona. And uh, that house, the last time I was there, it was still standing. Yes, I was going to ask. Ago. I was going to uh, ask. Right <laughs> four on. Four years ago. But I, I'm going to go buy it again. And uh, I, I hope it's still standing. How cool. That's I great, know. man. I know. So That's great. Are, they're actually, they're really, you know, they're 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 decent houses. Yeah. They're 320 square feet. Uh-huh. They've got two little bedrooms and a loft. Right on. Like a real roof and drywall and electrical and all that That's stuff. That's great. It's, it's a, How cool. It's a cool opportunity. So we're taking love, how many high schoolers are going 40 down? 40 students. 40 students going down. So 59 of us total. Right on. Going down. That's great. coming. Fun. Families. Uh, it's, it is a blast. And so... That's happening next week. So yes. we will not be here next week. Uh, and actually, we so we won't get to do this again for a little while. Because be a little bit. The week after that is our uh, is is a is a marriage seminar. That's right. And so um, this is going to be our, our third Wednesday happens to fall right after Easter. And uh, and I'm really hoping this is a great opportunity for people that are coming at Easter. Yeah, say, you know, yeah. This is something I need a little help on too. Yep. And so, oh, that'll be wonderful. There'll man. be a, a marriage great. seminar. So we'll be hosting that as a part of the podcast. Um, it'll be in the same podcast feed. So if you listen online, then uh, uh, you'll you'll get in on that. Mm -hmm. And but you can listen live as well. Um, with all of our third Wednesdays, you can go to live.efcc.org. In fact, did you know this? <laughs> Anytime we're live. Even right now, you could go on your computer at home to live.efcc.org. I did not know that. And it shows up. All right. We show up there. Right on. In any of our church services. Very cool. Live, boom. You just go there. Okay. On Friday. That's, yeah. That's coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. We've got, uh, we got some things coming. We do. We have Easter coming up, Easter. which is going to be uh, just a wonderful chance to celebrate resurrection. Mm -hmm. um, Good Friday, the Friday before uh, Easter Sunday. And we've got two services on Good Friday, noon and 6.30. The noon is classic yeah. worship. Um, 6.30 is modern worship. And then we've got um, five, six services Easter. Yeah, five uh, o'clock Saturday. Five o'clock Saturday. And then uh, 7.30. 730 in the morning. 7.30 and so nine. Two classic services on, yep. on Easter. 7.30 yep. in the morning. 7.30, And then nine. And so, yeah, those of you who uh, who can make it up early, Yep. Come on out. 730, baby. Yeah, good. That's that's the one. That's the one I'll be at. Right on. I'll be I'll be at that one. Then I'll be over in the chapel. Then right I on. To, I get to speak to the to the children. Yes. So like I'm doing the I'm doing the Easter sermon for the kids. Nice. This time. So that's cool. That's, that's, that's cool. cool. That'll be fun. So right on man. kids programming on all but 730, I believe. Yeah. And so because we know. You don't want to get your kids up at 7.30. You no. don't want to see my kids at 7.30. Right. So not, not there's gonna not going to be a lot of kids at that service. So. <laughs> no, indeed, indeed. But I'm excited for a 7.30 service, man. Like, I'm like 7.30, I'm like ready, ready to go. Yeah. Is, is that, are we going to see the real energy come out? Like this That's is right, man. Like <laughs> earlier, the better. Let's right. do this. Hey, there yeah. you go. Mark Bennett is here with us. Mark, hello. And say hi to your mom for us, okay? Give her a big hug right now. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yes. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's shall we dive in? Jump into this. Yeah. And uh, get into we're, Easter. Get into Easter, and we're gonna do that through John chapter eleven. Yes. So it's not um, this text isn't uh, resurrection of Jesus, but it is resurrection, and so um, I sort of my my idea with John eleven is that 
Um, it's a story about Lazarus that points us to Jesus mm-hmm. that really invites us to dwell on our eternal reality and what the, the end of the story is for us too. So mm-hmm. um, it, there's a lot of things going on in John chapter 11. and But it starts with these two women who Jesus knows, their sisters, Mary, Martha, send word to Jesus, hey, Lazarus, your boy, he's yeah. he's sick. Um, and the implication is come come because you could heal him. Yeah. Exactly. And then John tells us that so <laughs> Jesus waited two days. Wait and, two days. Um, and I just as I was reading this, Josh, I'm just going, gosh, this is just this feels familiar, right? Um, not because I've read the story before, but because I think we've all lived that, yes. right? That there are times where it feels like God, if you love me, God, if you're there, God, if you're real and you're powerful, then certainly you do something about this um, and you're not. Mm-hmm. And there's some tension there. Yeah. And and I think the tension I wanted to draw out was between Mary and Martha's expectations of Jesus mm-hmm. and then their reality and what they actually experienced in real life. Mm-hmm. And the delta between those two things and the distance is often pretty painful mm-hmm. and pretty disappointing Mm -hmm. if we could be honest right yeah and so that that's that that idea of unmet expectation Mm -hmm. right the the uh the disappointment with god yeah that we that we do experience at times i mean even in um our expectations of what we would expect god to do in that scenario right i don't know if you the um there's a daily daily field devotional that came out on one of our other podcast feeds um or if you get the email um i wrote this one today and, and and in that, I said, um, this is probably not a que- not a time that you would that you would ask the question WWJD. What what would Jesus do? Right? You, you get a call from somebody Jesus in the hospital. <laughs> it's it's a funny thing because this is not totally. not the way that you know, not the time where we you know, try to live like Jesus. That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> waiting when there's a crisis because typically we want to rush in. And yeah, we be there and and. And make sure that's what happens. So Jesus isn't isn't teaching us about pastoral care right here, right? Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. Although sometimes sometimes in parenting, it's like, yeah, I mean, kids want us to right, right away yes, get it right do. away. Yes. And you know, my my both my sons will go through phases of like, I have to have whatever this this fill in the blank thing. Yeah. Oh, you do that, huh? That's mm, interesting. Mm-hmm, Your mm-hmm. kids must be so. Selfish. They get it from their mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, right. I think all kids right. do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think that idea of waiting and being formed in the waiting is something that we can relate to. Even yes. if we resist it, we can yes. relate to it. But I think one of the things I wanted to do was try to help people name and maybe give language to some of the view, like some of the things that they um, expect of God, mm-hmm. even if they can't name them. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I, one of the things that I love, one of the types of counseling I love doing is premarital. Mm-hmm. And every time we talk about expectations, mm-hmm. um, typically people are like, I don't really have any expectations, you know? And uh, it's like, what well, I, I typically say, yeah, we, we, usually don't know what our expectations are until they're unmet. And at that point we go, okay, I had an expectation that this was going to happen and it didn't. And now I'm frustrated or disappointed or hurt. And so what I wanted people to do here was try to say, okay, these are some of the expectations I have of God or thoughts that I have of God in my mind. And um, 
so that we could then go and maybe deconstruct and reconstruct yeah. a little bit to say maybe God isn't exactly like the view we have in our mind. Yeah, absolutely. Because as soon as you, um, it, you don't realize you have the expectation until you're disappointed. Correct. By it, right? Yep. And so, so that that is the funny thing, and I, that in in premarital counseling as well, which is is a is a blast to be able to do. I love it as well. You hear that sort of like. I, I don't have expectations. Mm -hmm. And I just I just think to myself, oh, you don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know. And, and I sometimes tell them that, like, you know, you don't realize the issues and you don't realize how selfish you are. Right. Because that's some of the expectations that you have that sure. my needs are going to be taken care of. Yeah. You know, and and it's it is hilarious to hear how <laughs> um how optimistic some yes. young couples are. Yes. No, I'd rather have that than, you know. Sure. Yeah, I try <laughs> not to I try not to squelch that, but you know, ask questions like is it possible that maybe you have expectations that you're not aware of? You're not aware. Oh, of. well, maybe. Yes. <laughs> but they 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 definitely come out and they tend to come with disappointment. Yeah. Right? The the phrase the phrase that I, I that I tend to always use in in uh counseling is that um um, let's see, expectations without expectation, without communication mm -hmm. equals frustration, right? Yes. Now, same time. I think that that works. The expectation without even knowing you have it, mm -hmm. okay. will cause a frustration. Frustration. So definitely. Like, you, can, you know, you may not even recognize that you have this expectation. Yep. And, and I think, it, or it can be assumed. So I think that's what happens with God. Yes. That we assume the, that God would do something. Right. And and a lot of it has to do with uh, the image that we have of God in our mind. Yeah, and like that, that's yeah. sort of tied to the expectation. So, um, but one of the things that John does in this text and that Jesus does in, in this interaction is I, th I think he's going all in mm. on this expectation that Jesus is going to heal because he loves, mm -hmm. because he loves this family. Mm -hmm. And that's my working hypothesis because he says it two times. He says it in verse three, and then he says it in verse five. Mm -hmm. And then he once again refers to Lazarus, I think it's in verse 11 or 12, as um, his friend. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's just this layers upon layers of, I have affection for this family. I care mm -hmm. deeply about this family. I know this family. And so you want to believe that because of that, Jesus is going to do what they ask. Yeah. yeah. That's the expectation. Yep. Yep. But, but he takes out one of our main reasons for assuming that God doesn't come through and it's, well, you must not love me. Yes. And yes. John and mm -hmm. Jesus both eliminate that from the equation and go, mm -hmm. it's not that. No. Huh, you may good. not know exactly why in the time that God doesn't come through the way you hope, but one of the things you can take off the table is the fact that he um, is withholding love from you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is That's... a pretty powerful thing, right? That if we take that out of the equation and we go, I'm convinced God loves me. Yeah. I'm convinced because of, now we get to be convinced because of the cross. Yes. Um, Mary and Martha were convinced because of interaction and maybe like words, whatever they saw and or heard, they were convinced, but mm -hmm. we get to be convinced of the same thing. Yes, but see, and I, I love that because our expectation has to do that love 
um, would would show itself in some sort of evidence of proof or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some sort of like um, God doing something for us is how, I mean, that's how we tend to show love, mm-hmm. all those things. But understanding that that's it's not based on on anything else, that it's not some conditional kind of thing, that he loves us no matter what happens. Yeah. That that there is is huge. Yeah, that we can't look at our circumstances to try to figure out, God, do you love me? Mm. Like that, um, that will let us down almost every time. Yeah. And so instead of, okay, ooh, instead of looking, um, looking at what's happened and say, eh, does God love me or, go, or does he not? It's actually, it's much better to come into it saying, no, God loves me no matter what happens, yeah. even this, 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 or this, because those things, um, I mean, if, if nothing else, what Jesus is sort of communicating, like he's, he, you know, he's not orchestrating every, <laughs> everything here, right? Some of these things happened. Obviously he doesn't want Lazarus to right. die, right? He gets In angry. Fact, he gets angry, gets sad, and then he reverses it. Yeah. Um, that's what Jesus would do. At the same time, it doesn't always do that. Right. Yeah. He doesn't always do it in the timeline that we expect. And so that's, um, that was one of the things that struck me about this and, um, this passage and it's, um, in a sense buried in the Greek, uh, and, and doesn't come through in every English translation, but this idea that this illness does not lead to death, Mm -hmm. um, the NASB, as I suggested on Sunday, yeah, that's right. Is a little bit more, I think, technically correct, where it says this sickness does not end in death. Yeah. So it may lead to it. Yeah. It's but a... it won't stop with it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I'll say, like, probably on Easter, one of my favorite, like, Easter ideas is that death is a reality, but it's not a finality. Yeah. And like so it's part of the story. And we usually think of it as the end, but... It's, mm. it will not end in death. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think Jesus so, would say the same thing. So you can, you can say that about anything. About anything. Even, even when it doesn't end in this like spectacular, amazing, miraculous event that we all see right here. Right. <laughs> you know, in four days, right? Is this, is yeah. this one's four days? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why it was four. So I, th- I just think we, yeah. <laughs> well, cause, uh, we well, this would have implications for Jesus too, but that, that yeah. idea in John chapter 11, where they say, um, uh, after four days, the tradition was that the spirit then left the body or the soul left the body. Oh, really? Yeah. It hovered and for three days. And then, um, that was the rabbinic tradition, right? Huh. Yeah. Hovered for three days. And then day four, it was like, the soul was like, mm. yeah. Oh, wow. So that was beyond, beyond any help or hope. Correct. Oh, wow. So that's why they marked that that. four days idea. Yeah. That's cool. But I I just think of, um, so I made the statement on Sunday, Mm -hmm. something to the effect of, we we often say, if you're not dead, you're not done. Yeah. And um, and I'm like, well, I was thinking about that because I've said that. Yeah. I've said, if you're not dead, you're not done. To try to motivate people to live with purpose, right? Told the day they go home to meet Jesus. And I add my hearty amen to that, but I don't think that's technically correct because 
even when we're dead, dead. we're not, we're not done. Yes. <laughs> God's not done. And um, that resurrection uh, is the end of the story. So if we're not there yet, we're not at the end of the story. Yeah. This this sickness will not, this life huh. will not end in death. And interesting you say that. I it got to thinking that, man, this Lazarus guy gets it, gets it twice I in know. some sense, right? Yeah. It's a bit lucky. And yet, same time. This is only a, this is a bit of a shadow, right? I mean, mm -hmm. he it doesn't because this is not fully resurrection. Correct. It's it's like the the image of it in a sense, and it but it's at some point it's a little bit more resuscitation. I'm sure it's got oh it's more than that though. It's resurrection, not, <laughs> but not new body, right? Yeah, I think right, yeah. so. When huh. the scriptures say Jesus is the first fruits of the yeah. resurrection, and um, so Lazarus isn't. But Jesus is, mm -hmm. and Jesus' resurrected body is the body that I think, mm -hmm. a body similar to what we will have. Mm -hmm. Lazarus's, I believe, was just like ours now that yeah. eventually died again. It died, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what kind of, what kind of like gusto do you live with if you know what's <laughs> like, if you have been there, right? I know. Like, how does that? Lazarus, and, uh, you just wonder what his life was like after this. And why didn't he write anything down for like, us? Come on. <laughs> like, that would have been really I really joked helpful. in our writing team today this, that we don't hear much about Lazarus after this because he's working on his best-selling book about <laughs> when he went to heaven. <laughs> I I really wish he would have. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? We don't hear about that at all. It's, it is sort of crazy. That, and maybe there is. Maybe my ignorance in this uh, area of literature will show. But it is pretty crazy that we don't have like a – some sort of fake Gnostic gospel of, by Lazarus. I know, right? I know, I know. I don't even, I don't know what the traditions say that happened to him. That He doesn't man. show up at the um, cross. Nope. He doesn't show up to care for the body. He doesn't nope. show up. Mary and Martha show up. Yes, they do. This, um, so this is kind of the last time you hear of him, right? You hear about him you... at one point in John 12 because they throw okay. a party for him. <laughs> right? Okay. And that's, that's where, just, uh, yeah. that's where Jesus, is anointed by um, Mary. Got it. In her wash. Yeah, that's right. She that's washes right. his that's feet right. with her hair. That's but the next that's it. Wow. You really don't hear a whole lot else. Interesting. Huh. Anyway, so I really wanted people to, I wanted to suggest that even though we know the end of John chapter 11, we live in the middle. Yeah. And that living in the middle means that we will experience illness, sickness, pain, death, sorrow. But... None of those are the end of our story either. Just mm -hmm. like they weren't the end of Lazarus's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, to me, I think that that whole point is such a is such a good point when we talk about healing, when we when we ask for healing, because mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we we can have um, we can have hope. It's really hard to put our expectation that we know that God will. Right. Right. And that's when a lot of people get in into trouble in this whole world. And when they're they put all of their, uh, you know, um, not just their hope, but they they believe without a shadow of doubt that God's going to do something. Oh, man. And uh, and they get they get in all sorts of trouble. The fact of the matter is, though, that they're 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 missing the timeline. Right. Yeah. Because we do know that God will heal. Yes. Like that's the one thing I, you know, I recognize every time we pray for prayer, every time you've ever prayed for someone prayed for prayer i think i just said sorry you prayed for healing thank you yeah. thank you yeah um if you've ever prayed for resurrection <laughs> even mm -hmm. right i mean i guess you can pray for it i guarantee you it will happen it will for those 
those who believe, right? Yep. It's going to happen. It's just may not happen in this lifetime. Yeah. It, but we are guaranteed healing. Yep. And guaranteed resurrection even. Come on. And so that that changes the way that you see it. And uh and it it uh it doesn't necessarily make it easier in the moment no. when you're dealing with it. It doesn't make it less painful, right? Um, it's still very, very painful, but yet there's there's so I mean, there's so much hope in knowing yeah. that that one day, one day they we will grieve, but not as those who do not have hope. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. So uh, Greg's adding his amen to getting healed. Greg's oh, been in the goodness. hospital for the last few days. Greg, we've been praying for you, man. Are I wonder? Is, are you writing from? The hospital from or the home. hospital give us an update come on man. come on give we us an know. update yes we were we were we heard that there's a chance he was coming home today but uh uh we will see and so oh man well um no i really really liked i really appreciate the way the way that you brought that in of the uh you know the you're not you're not done till you're till you're dead or the way i've always heard is that you know we'll rest when i'm dead yeah. Right, you know? Yeah. But apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently uh, not. The story goes on. Oh, the story man. goes on. Oh, good. So Mark's mom, Rose, is watching. So right on. Hello. Good to see you there. Um, you know, okay. One day more, they said. <laughs> one day more. Uh, All right, uh, man. Uh praying right, that is Greg. the case. Yes. Please. Yes. Well, I'm glad that uh I'm glad that we can fill some of your time yeah. uh, there in the lonely hospital. Yep. these days yep. but um okay so one oh man you i forgot you shawshank redemption you ruined the movie for everybody so, somebody <laughs> was telling me uh just that um oh my small group on monday they were like hey um thanks for ruining shawshank it was on my to watch list i'm like dude really you're like 25 years wait 1994 so how many years it's that's, like it's a lot a, of years like we're, we're almost 30 come on anyway <laughs> Yeah, that is uh, that isn't is isn't that hilarious. And he's like, you spoiled it. I and it doesn't. <laughs> it actually, it's still good. I've it's watched good. that multiple times. It's still good. Each time, it is still good. It is still good. But um, it was a, it was a great reference. It was a great reference. Yeah, I mean, that is one of those movies, right? Where you yes. stop it in the middle and you're and you draw an ultimate conclusion in the middle of the story. Yeah, you will miss the plot line entirely. And I firmly believe that that's what Jesus is saying. Like, if you draw an ultimate conclusion in the middle of the story, you miss the plot. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. Hey, can I? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. I, I was listening to that. I'm sure, but Greg just showed me this. Yes. So, um, yes. I don't know if this will come through at all. Oh, look at it. it might sort it's of. It's going to be like. Thank you, Greg. Greg, and I hope he's like. I didn't want you showing that, but this is Greg's hospital room with our, uh, <laughs> with, with with us on with there. With us on there. That's. That is that is funny. All right, cool. Thank you, Greg, for proof that he's watching with his little. He's got like a hospital cup there. Yes, he does. The hospital cup with a really good ice in it. Hopefully, ah, the crushed ice. The crushed yeah. ice. Is yeah. Why do all hospitals totally. have that? Anyway, um, and why can't I get that in my fridge? But anyway, yeah. sorry, sorry. Off topic. Off topic. Where were we? <laughs> Thank you, Greg. I think we're going to talk about glory. I know. That's right. I was working my way to this. To verse glory, four. Okay? Yeah. Um, okay. Talk to us a little bit about um, where you went with glory. 
Yeah. Yeah. This, I think this passage is one fascinating says, um, but when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the son of man may be glorified mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yes. So, okay. Cause he, cause he had said like, he's glad, right? This right. is that other part, right? It yep. comes up. He's, he's glad not that he died necessarily, no. but the teachable moment that he's yep. about to give so that they believe so that they believe. And then see that that's what, that's what I connect this here a little bit, that, mm -hmm. that he, he was glad that so they could believe yep. and that then his death would be for his glory. Correct. All right. Okay. Now um, the point you made, let's see, this is the, uh, we believe that God's glory often shines brightest when life is darkest, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Cause here they are in the worst possible time. Um, and right. God's glory is, is shining in. And he's um, even saying these things are, these things are all happening so that my glory can be displayed. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what's happening is, well, sickness and death yes. is what's happening. And waiting and questioning God yes. and all these things. This is what's happening. Yeah. Yes. So I love this. I love, love the, the concept of glory. And yet, and I know you weren't, this isn't a talk on glory. And I know you're kind of touching, yeah. touching the, 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 the no, but let's dive into it. Cause it's a, it's a weighty word. It really is. Unintended. Really yes. Yes. Pun intended. Okay. Cause what he, what he means by that is that the, the word glory, one of the, the definitions, right. Is weightiness. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was such a nerdy <laughs> joke. Was oh great. my God. <laughs> I was like a, yeah. I was like a mixture of a dad joke uh, and pastor uh, joke. Yeah. The theology theology joke, oh. all mixed in languages and everything. Um, <laughs> uh so you've got this idea of weightiness right of like value worth mm -hmm. right um and and yet here's the question i've often thought of is that what about the value of something that is it that that jesus is excited about uh mm -hmm. what is he and, and why should we be excited about that about mm -hmm. about about seeing Jesus's glory, um, about the fact that it shines, yeah, right, it shines brightest. Because here's, I, I think there's, I think there's something else going on. Um, there's that because because and, and C.S. Lewis does this. This is where he he points this out in the weight of glory, right? Oh the, yeah, yeah. His, this is his amazing essay. Um, that man, you could, yeah, it is. You know, C.S. Lewis. It's decent. It's <laughs> there's people out there who like who literally they had they had real discussions about whether the stuff that C.S. Lewis writes is like almost good enough to be a part of scripture. Okay, <laughs> people have ha asked that question. Now, I don't think it should. Okay, be very clear. <laughs> like, like should. That if was... I see like a hashtag canonize Clive, <laughs> then I'm you, on your car. You if it's on your car, the alliteration. You had to alliterate that. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was excellent. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was <laughs> canonize Clive, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it, 
it is and all that to say it is so it is so good that it was good. an example when people talk about scripture obviously we don't <laughs> encourage that at all um the canon is closed in a sense that what the bible we have is the bible that we is all the bible we need yes um however that's how good it is mm-hmm. that that's the example that people go to when they yeah. say like should we add other things like c.s lewis because it's kind of one of those like oh everybody loves and this is one where i think he just nails glory hmm. what, he absolutely what does he glory. say so he talks about the weightiness of it yep but then he says the other the other definition is luminance ah. right and 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 so i love the the uh, you put shines mm-hmm. brightest yeah. okay that there is something about glory that shines mm-hmm. and now here's the question why why would you want glory to shine why would you why would you want anything to shine other than well, to either to illuminate something or mm-hmm. to draw attention to. That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And actually both, both ways you think about that is so, so that you could see it better. Yeah. Right. So that someone somehow sees something else better. Right. Right. Huh, that's cool. And so the, the thing that the way I, I think about glory of why God would want glory, because this used to bug me. Mm-hmm. This used to bug me a lot. Like why, why does God, like, what does he care about having all the glory? Yeah. As if like he's up there saying, give me glory. Right. I just want all the glory because I need more glory or something like that. Like yeah. it makes, it can make God, if you put it that way, kind of into like this, this power hungry, sure. like, you know, all the tension on me kind of, kind of being right. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you kind of, if you had, had that little twist about the, the luminance, mm-hmm. about shining a light, we want to give God glory so that he will shine for everyone to see yeah because god's glory is about shining his goodness and his love and his character totally as far as the eye can see and so this i mean what a great example and when he's glorified in us yes right we recognize his beauty his majesty his power his weight yes and when he's glorified through us other people see his beauty, his majesty, his glory, his weight. That's right. And um, one of the things that struck me is that one, of, that one of the things that I said on Sunday was, what better gift could God give us yes. than himself, himself on display in us and through and us? Through, yes, exactly. exactly. Um, one of the interesting, I, I like that, luminance. Yeah. That's a good, uh, that's why I picked shines. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So here's the thing, and and you keep you keep looking that up because what I'll say to people that that you know they, they say they want to give God glory. Well, um, the the best way to give God glory is to bring someone else. Mm. Is to, to to reveal God to someone else, right? Because God is not going to get any more glory by just you and me, right? Singing to God, praising God, He's already got our attention our glory right we already see him now we may get more from it right but god's not going to get any more from it right so the only way to give god more glory is actually to involve other people oh that's interesting bring others to him yeah so yeah this is one of those um in scripture there's a there's a number of different instances like this where um we see something uh that jesus would be glorified Mm -hmm. right and yet we read in Isaiah chapter six, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory, mm-hmm. right? So in a sense, yeah. the whole world is already full of God's oh, glory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when he's glorified, 
I believe that that is in shining a light, when it, you know, pointing out, yes. drawing to the surface ways that God's beauty, majesty, weightiness, mm-hmm. luminance is present within his creation. Yeah. And even, um, you know, for example, in resurrection, ways that uh, his attributes are becoming more visible to us. That's right. He's a God who renews. This is part of his glory. That's right. Yeah, you could say it that the that from the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, his divine nature, they've been clearly seen. They've been, seen. They've been yeah. there. That so that so the my you know, maybe not fully I don't know if it's a fully rounded definition of glory, but would be be God's God's um attributes on display. Yeah for the yep. world to, for the world to see is the way I like to yep. say that and and when when we kind of keep God here <laughs> um huh. yeah. it's not quite it's not quite revealing God God's glory to the world right and so there's there's it's really tied to evangelism and sharing and all that mm-hmm. it must be that's cool so but and I thought you cool. you did bring it out in yeah that. yeah not and, not uh, in maybe not. the same exact words but one of the things I also wanted to play with mm-hmm. is that this passage, and I hope I made this clear, certainly um, points to the resurrection as the ultimate display of glory in this yes. passage, but not it doesn't tie it only to that. Hmm. It says this happened so that the glory of God may be displayed. And I started to wonder, I wonder if God's glory is displayed in Jesus's weeping and Jesus's anger at death, at Jesus's attentiveness to the people in their pain, yeah, and in the resurrection, but maybe not limited to it. Like, what if God's attributes are on display mm-hmm. in Jesus weeping? Okay, okay. Now, but then let me take that a step further. What can that be displayed in us? Sure. In our yeah. In our um, I think so disappointment even mm-hmm. in our sadness because actually there's a there's a quote that you had in your notes i i recognize that might touch on that a little bit okay that, yeah. uh i don't think you got to get to quite yet um and this is oswald chambers ah oh, yeah good old ozzy because in oswald Chambers, you talk about this this there's a discipline of disillusionment that yeah. somehow even in our even in our sadness in our yes yeah, Something can, Oswald yeah. Chambers, and there's a number of other people that have um, written about this, but we usually have this idea of disillusionment, like, oh, this is such a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been, yeah, this, but I've been disillusioned, right? Yeah. And we're sort of downcast about that thing, or that's a negative thing. And what Oswald Chambers is saying is, no, this is actually a great thing. Hmm. To be disillusioned is to be, to, is to let go of an illusion ah. so that you can hold on to a reality. Right, you let go of a fantasy in order to hold on to something that's true, and his point in saying this that's never a bad thing. But I think disillusionment about about life, yeah. about maybe life being painless or just always up and to the right, huh. yeah, letting go of that can be really painful. But that's what we need to do, yeah, right, and because it's it's not always that. It's not, and I think part yeah. of that. Um, Part of the tears that the invitation to weep with those who weep is, man, what if that's part of the glory of carrying the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? Hmm. Yeah, because it's 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 living more in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I 
I think of the tears in particular, as you, I mean, you're talking about how that, how that can fit, um, how that can bring God glory. And I, I'm, I'm just thinking that, you know, when we weep with the things that God would weep with, yeah, that Jesus is weeping, um, and maybe it's not just because he's personally sad, which I, I'm sure he is. Mm -hmm. But then again, he's like, he knows what he's about to do, right? I mean, right. You have to read it and go, is, yeah, I think you have to ask the question, is this divine theater? Is this uh, what's yeah. going on? But no, I think you're supposed to ask that question as you read it with the resolution, no. Like, mm -hmm. even though he mm -hmm. knows the end, totally. the middle matters to him. Yeah. Our middle matters to him. And I think as parents, we see this, right? Like, you know, our kids have a broken heart over something and we can rationalize it and go, they'll be over it in a few hours. Yeah. And yet we want to enter in, right? Yeah. And yeah. we want to feel what they're feeling uh, as as good parents. Yeah. And and except we're talking right now about you know one of the most profound verses and yet the shortest verse of the, yeah. of the Bible, right? It's a little bit of a spoiler alert. Yeah. We're gonna talk oh, about we're gonna it this week. Oh, okay, yeah. shoot. No, that's okay. Uh, but we he, won't be on podcast next week. So that's true. We won't. Um, but he he says that uh after seeing the people. Yeah. He saw her weeping and the Jews who had come yeah. alongside weeping. Yeah. And I'm gonna, so I'm gonna yeah, you're going to talk about, about that. Okay. So I can't wait, man. We can't go in. But more, you know but... what the other cool thing is? This is a little bit of a spoiler mm -hmm. alert too. He not only sees them, but um, Mary and Martha are very different in their grieving. Oh, yeah. And he sees both of them yeah. and he draws them both in. Mm -hmm. Even Mary, who's just, um, I think she's more of an internal processor of grief. Mm -hmm. So she's like, let me sit in my house and, and, Mm. weep and process this alone. And Jesus is like, nope, come on. And Martha's, I get the picture of Martha that she's like frantic, mm -hmm. you know, trying mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. figure it out and trying to move all the beats, pieces and parts. And I think Jesus to her is like, okay, like, let's just calm down. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So he meets them both exactly where they're at. It's exactly. really cool. But he oh, sees man. verse 33. It's key. Yeah. It's key. Yeah. So, Okay, well then um, we we'll let you we'll let you go there. I won't dig into that verse anymore <laughs> because uh, there's a there's a lot there. Um, I look forward to, to hearing what comes out Sunday, and I hope I hope you join us uh, somewhere um, on that journey. Hopefully here or not. But now um, before we before we um, wrap things up, I did want to bring up one more thing, and this this relates, of course, because this is this is. Uh, I think this is after after the glory towards the end towards the end of the message. Um, I noticed something in this. Uh, there's a quote, a Martin Luther quote. It was a great quote. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Okay, so um, and and it's, the quote was the, the disciples already believe in one sense. <laughs> Welcome. Anyway, um, someone just walked in on us. That's all right. right. Um, they already believe in one sense, but each new trial offers scope for growth of faith. Okay. So I, I love that. That's kind of mm -hmm. what we're getting at, that even, um, even the tears offer an opportunity to grow. Right. Um, so that, um, so that which is potential becomes real. Right. Right. It comes real in them. Faith can either be stationary. Can neither. Zero, yeah, neither, yeah. excuse me, neither be stationary nor no. complete. Now, okay. That, right. that idea, faith can't 
It doesn't just end. It's not just a thing that you you have and that's, you've got it all, right? Yep. It's not complete. It can't be complete is what Martin Luther is saying. Faith always becomes. Yes. Okay. Now it's a great quote. I, I think, I mean, I think you could have spent another five, 10 minutes on that. Totally. Right. It's, but you didn't finish the quote, did you? No. <laughs> no. What's it? What's okay? So <laughs> the last part of the quote is he who is, and it's an emphatic, um, italicized, he who is a Christian is no Christian. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That... He who is a Christian is no Christian. Now, my my logic brain will come out here. Is he saying that he is who is a Christian is not a Christian at the same time? No, what? Because that seems contradictory. Yeah, my, what's happening? I here? think what he's saying. So the reason I didn't <laughs> say it um, is because I didn't want to get the emails that would come okay. from. Okay, what? Why did you say that? Are you saying I'm not a Christian? You know. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, no. But I actually when the real reason I didn't say it was because as I was quoting it, reading it, reading through my message, getting ready to preach on Sunday morning, I read it and went, that just, I feel like that complicates it. Yeah. That faith become, what do you see? Faith always becomes. I felt like that's good. That's yes. enough. Yes. This, I need to clarify this and I just didn't want to take the time to do it. Now I'd love to. Now. Okay, um, good. You needed a podcast yeah, to explain. Yes. So here we are. Yeah. And I think what he's saying is that, um, if we feel like we've arrived, mm-hmm. that our faith is um, complete or full or um, as far as it's going to get, that we actually don't have genuine faith. I think that's what he's yeah, saying. And yeah. so you're right. We often, and I said this in the message, view faith as a very static thing. Yeah. I either have it yeah. or I don't. And what Luther's saying, and I think what Jesus is saying, this is all spurred on by him, Jesus' statement. Um, I'm for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there yeah. so that you may believe. Yes. And he's talking to his disciples who already believe already, totally. on some level. Mm-hmm. And yet he's growing them mm-hmm. and he is helping them mm-hmm. mature and he's forming them through the furnace of frustration to be people mm-hmm. of deeper faith. And, um, so he, who is a Christian, meaning they've arrived, they're complete, they're done is no, like, I think Luther's saying they have no clue. Yeah. So, so he who has no expectations in marriage (laughs) has no clue, right? I mean, right. Yeah. He who, he who thinks he's got it all together as a Christian, um, has barely, hasn't started the journey. He who thinks he has or she has God figured out. Yeah. Has no clue. Oof, oof. He's saying, I'm the example of a Christian, right? This is, it's just, no, I'm yeah. not. It's almost this. I, I mean, I love the way he, he says that. I mean, I love that he says it. Let me just put it that way. Yes. Um, this, I'd love to see his commentary on this phrase. He was a unique guy, wasn't he? Luther, oh, my oh, goodness. Yes. Man. Yes. That is such a, there's so much in that. Yeah. So much in that. Um, yes, that is a, I think that's a, I think it's a, it's a powerful concept that, that um, he who thinks he's arrived mm-hmm. um, is not a, is not a Christian, right? Yeah. Um, this is, this reminds me of, uh, of, you know, Paul saying, I've not finished the race. Right. Right. This is, you know, I'm not there yet. And Press uh, on. Keep going. Yeah. 
And if so, you know, that, that's always encouraging when people like Paul, the Apostle Paul, people like Martin Luther, um, yeah, says that, says that he's basically he's saying, um, I need to keep becoming. Yeah, my faith needs to continually grow. Right? right, that that makes it feel better for someone, you know, someone like me that that knows that I need to. Continue yeah, to grow, totally. Right? And I think there's something exciting about that expectation that we would continue yeah. to grow throughout yeah. our life. That's Regardless right. of how close we are and uh, to Jesus and 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 how long we've been following him, there's there's always more. Yeah, and it's not a duty. You better do this more. It's an adventure, mm. invitation, um, vitology. Right? There's more life mm. to be had. That's and, right. Um, ah. And because I would say that faith is the pathway to flourishing as yeah. a human being, mm -hmm. and because we were designed to live in relationship with God, so. Mm. If there's more, uh, if there's our faith develops more than our joy will be mm -hmm. developing more mm -hmm. also. So I love it. I love what Carolyn says about it. She says, we don't master faith, but we press on to grow from faith to faith in our Lord. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's yeah. really good. Ooh, that's really good. I don't even know if we'll master faith in heaven. Oh, that's an that's interesting a, question. Oof. Yeah. That's really good. Um, and she also said this, that this is Carolyn, way to go. Uh, Jesus never promised easy, but he always promised with. Right. On. I really like the way he said that. That's really good. And then Greg Hill said. And Greg Hill says. Got to stay, stay hydrated. hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> that happened too with our, our ice comment. Um, oh, man. That is excellent. Okay. Any, any right last on. thoughts on? I think no, I, I think that. You know, I I did a sort of a fire hydrant at the end of what does it mean to trust? Yeah, like yeah. so, um, yeah, those, there's some interest. I, I feel like sometimes we just say trust, and it's mm -hmm. very ambiguous. Um, so, well, see, that's a great that's a great one to to kind of dive into a little bit more. Even, I mean, with with friends, with family, with a with a, a small group to just to jump into that question. How what does it mean for me to trust more? Mm -hmm. Um, to to have more faith, all that you know. Yeah. That, that'd be a great discussion. So, but hey, we've, uh, um, you brought a book I heard, right? I did. You, a book lit. A book lit. Okay. Yes. So, ladies Ryan and gentlemen, Ryan booklet. brought a booklet. It's a <laughs> All right. brand new segment. Hey, oh. um, so here's our booklet. It is, it is, it is we. It is <laughs> Heaven by Randy Alcorn. Yep. And um, this is a booklet version of a longer book. It's yes. a few hundred page book. Um, and actually the first time I read this book was in, uh, it probably would have been early 2014, mm -hmm. right after my mom passed away and somebody had recommended this book to me. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I think I'll pick that up and read it. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was like, um, a part of my therapy mm. and a huge gift to me because, mm. I think Alcorn, what he does not only in this book, but uh, the booklet, but also mm -hmm. in the full length book, is he gives a theological, you know, expose of heaven mm -hmm. um, as described in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, there's more, one of the things he points out is there's actually more information about heaven in the scriptures than we typically think. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just not, not all in the exact same spot, right? Mm -hmm. So there's not just one area we can go to and go, let me read about heaven, right? Yeah, like not it's the a heaven systematic, chapter. yeah, right, yeah, exactly, correct, yeah. yeah. But um, one of the best chapters in the full length book is 
uh, he makes, I believe it's 21 observations about mm -hmm. Revelation chapter six. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, And it's worth the price of the whole book. Really? And um, it is so good. Hmm. Uh, things like, have you ever wondered if people in heaven can see what's going on on earth? Yeah. Well, according to Revelation 6, they can. Yeah. At least those people in heaven can. Yeah. So have you ever wondered if people in questions or if people in heaven still have questions? In Revelation 6, they do. Mm -hmm. And even when they ask God himself, those questions remain unanswered in heaven for a time. And so things like this, like this idea of learning and growing, oh, yeah. like may, this is something that theoretically we'll be doing throughout all of eternity, oh, right? So um, we wanted to get this booklet in the hands of as many people as we could around mm -hmm. Easter mm -hmm. um, as we're thinking about eternity and life eternal. And um, one of the things that I love about this booklet, Josh, is that the very first question that it answers um, is present heaven and future heaven. Yes. And so is heaven in the clouds, if you will, our final destination yep. as human beings. Mm -hmm. And um, so you'll if you're to, interested. You'll have to read to find out. Heaven by Randy Alcorn. Yes. You can come on Easter Sunday on, to on Manual Easter. Faith. Yep. And we'd love to get you. We will give you a copy of this. Yes. You're, you're, you can grab one. We have, uh, we we have, have 3,000 right of those. Yeah. So they, we one are, for every we're family. giving away. So yep. um, anybody that comes, anybody that you invite to come, um, you know, we'll at least at least have something to, to dig into a little bit more yep. after this. So that's really cool. That's really cool. Well, good. There it well, is. Uh, right on. Heaven. Right on. Well, um, you brought a book. For everyone, I did this time. Yeah. So book you know, <laughs> a booklet for everyone. So, uh, so this, you know, love to hear, love to hear what you think uh, down the road, and um, if it brings up questions, mm -hmm. we would love to dive into those as yeah. well and to, to talk more about that. And so, um, you can always send questions. Okay, we get this email when, it, when you send a question to questions at efcc.org. It goes to us, and uh, we will, uh, you know, we'll try to maybe do a quick response, but but often we'll try to bring them here yeah. uh, to the podcast and answer them here. So um, thank you so much for being here, Ryan. Thank yeah. you for, for taking us a little deeper Man, yeah. uh, into the cutting floor of it's the fun, sermon. As always. Yeah. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. We should do this again sometime. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Maybe, maybe in May. No, exactly. <laughs> 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 unfortunately um, that may, you know, we may get one more in April, but, um, but everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for your questions and your conversation. And uh, may you may you have a, a great rest of your day. We'll see you real soon. Hope to see you at Easter. Yes. God bless. See ya.